We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Hour three, if you're listening on the podcast, appreciate that. They probably already know that because they clicked specifically on hour three. It wasn't just random. So I guess we have a question for Rocco today. Okay, Rocco. Um, what is your problem? Is this your day? Is this your day? I might week. as well get it out of the way because I'm gone the next two days, so I better be crabby. You're today. supposed to be happy today. You're going to the Boundary Waters I for know. like the sixth time in the last That's four true. weeks, and this time I'm staying in a cabin for the most part, so it won't be. And you're so going bad. with a butt doctor. We're going with a butt doctor. My brother Dom, my friend Sarge, my wife, my child. It's gonna be a great time. Your brother Dom, mm-hmm. Dominic. Maybe we see a picture of Dominic at some point. And by the way, butt doctor, if you're new to the show, Rocco's dad was an actual butt doctor. That's true. Colon rectal surgeon. Uh, yeah, my brother Dom, he's maybe the the handsome one in the family. I'll I'll um I'll send it to you. What does he do? Um, he's sort of figuring it out right now. You okay. know, got it. Between jobs, Sarge is coming on this trip. So you have your dad, your brother, your wife, your son. And then Sarge, yes. um, I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> what happened was we were going to do a little family thing. And it turned out Sarge couldn't make the guys boundary waters trip last month. And he seemed a little down about it. He felt like he needed a vacation. So I said, you know what? You want to just join us? We got an extra bed in this cabin. And he said, sure. So he did to the, his family, Donna, what he did to us. Donna, 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 Rocco and I, we're going to do a uh, Donna and Steve show experience, whatever, movie this summer, Top Gun. We're like, great, we're going to see Top Gun. We're going to see it this day at this theater. He's like, hey, just so you guys know, I'm bringing Sarge, my friend. Sarge showed up, stole Rocco's popcorn midway through the movie. And now, obviously, afterward, we developed a freaking sweet bond with him, one that will never be Everybody broken. Everybody loves Sarge. What is, uh, why did Sarge get the nickname Sarge? Because he was mistaken for a strip club DJ. Oh, yeah, that's right. From Sarge, and that was not a fact. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's sticking. What does Sarge do for a living? He is uh, kind of a, a low-voltage electrician type. Oh, he, wow. like, installs... Uh, you know, security cams and oh, that cool. sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. oh someday him. could he do low voltage lighting on my property? Yeah, I'm sure he could. I mean, oh, you yeah. guys are tight. Yeah, Sarge, dude. I just, <laughs> I'm just imagine Sarge in bed between Rocco and his wife. You know, <laughs> and just the shot. You can see the shot starting tight on Sarge's face and then pulling wide as he's like, "I'm really glad we got away." <laughs> and he's Meg's like, like, "Oh Lord, in heaven." He's wearing one of those nightcaps, yes. like an actual cap, like Ebenezer Scrooge. And the ball is like right on Meg's face. She's like, "Okay, I need room." He's and like, good night. <laughs> Oh, oh man! All right, um, crawls out of bed midway through the night. It's creaking really loud. It's a cabin bed. Goes to pee. Comes oh back. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, I could see it. 
Good luck. Have a good time. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm here for another 54 minutes with you guys. So. Okay. All right. All right well, right. then change Sorry. your attitude. Okay. Sorry, I blew up. Um, have you guys seen Leaving Las Vegas? A long time ago, yeah. I think I ever saw it. Wow, Steve, you've missed out on a lot of good movies. Hmm, interesting. Elizabeth Didn't expect Shue. to get movie shame today. But, is yeah. she the one down on our luck, or is it it's Nicolas him. Cage? So, basically, it's the story of this guy who gets fired from like his Hollywood job, and... He wa- he goes to Vegas. He uses his his last check, his pension check, whatever it was, uh, to go to Vegas and drink himself to death. There, he meets a prostitute who falls in love with him. That is Elizabeth Shue's character. Everybody was nominated for Oscars. Nicolas Cage actually won it, and he never got paid. That can't be right. It's, so there's a podcast. I think it's a uh, the Hollywood Reporter's. Uh, podcast it's called it happened in hollywood and the director what's the guy's name figgis 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 paul figgis yeah is it yeah paul figgis wasn't was he like in trouble later this year am i thinking of somebody else i do mike figgis okay Okay, so he was the writer and director of leaving las vegas it's an interesting story because the film never went into profit he was supposed to get a hundred thousand dollars to direct it Nicolas Cage was supposed to get $100,000. I mean, Nicolas Cage was already a well-known actor, I thought. But this is what led to, like, uh, Con Air, The Rock, Face Off, following this. And it really catapulted both of their film careers. So I guess nobody really cares that they never got paid. Still, though, Paul Haggis. Paul Haggis was the one who got in trouble, like, in... Yeah. Italy for sexual abuse. Right. This is Mike Figgis has something to do with this movie. Correct. He was the writer and director. We got and it it's based on a book. And the guy who sold it's like a cult novel from 1990. The guy's name is John O'Brien. He died by suicide just weeks after he sold Figgis the adaptation rights. So anyway, it went on to be nominated for four Academy Awards. Uh, best Adapted Screenplay, Best Actress for Shoe, like I mentioned, Best Actor for Cage, like I mentioned, he won that. So anyway, I just thought that was a really interesting story. Yeah, no kidding. Especially when you think of Nick Cage's career, where it's gone since then. He's been down on his luck at times and had to, he said there was a time when he was just taking all sorts of movies like crazy because he had bills to pay. Mm-hmm. It was like debts to settle. You had to get back up on top. Yeah. So there you go. Elon Musk is apparently proceeding. Oh, I'm so sick of this guy. With his $44 billion purchase of Twitter. He has uh, sent a letter to Twitter on Monday in the mail, seeking to revive his bid for the company at the original offer price of $54.20 a share, which comes out to $44 billion, provided that the Delaware Chancery Court enter an immediate stay of Twitter's lawsuit against him and adjourn the trial scheduled to begin in two weeks. So essentially it's like, all right, don't sue me. Let's stop with all this. Whatever. I've seen enough. I'm going to buy Twitter. I'm going to buy Twitter. He's buying Twitter. Okay. $44 billion. You're yeah. tired of Elon Musk? $44 billion. Yeah, I'm just a little sick of this whole story. And I don't know. He just, I, you know how you get sick of the Kardashians just from hearing their name in the news all the time? That's where I'm at. Yeah. Okay, so you're... And just, I just... There's always some kind of drama surrounding 
Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Ooh. Wow. I, there it is. Okay. <laughs> We've both been having a little trouble today. I started pretty I'm bad. I'm very tired. I went to say regimen and it came out regimen. And then slowly my brain was like, you sound dumb. Yep. Elon Lust. I think we need to unwrap that. <laughs> that's his uh, <laughs> That's his porn name. Oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> I don't want to know. I know. I'm sorry. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Look that's what something... I just wrote down. What did you just write down? See on my list? What do What's... I have on my list? Let's there? make a list. Right uh, there. Me, okay. It, oh, it says mammogram. Yeah. That's schedule great. Yeah, schedule that. Make October your reminder month to schedule your mammogram and any other preventative care appointments that you need to. And tell your friends to do the same. Check out events. Find a list of resources at mytalk1071.com. Keyword awareness. Shout out to Southern Lights, who my talk has teamed up with to shed light on this important month. Schedule your mammogram. All right. I'm going to do, I'm going to schedule my skin checkup again. Oh, yeah. I had gone pretty much my whole adult life without getting any skin checkups. And then last year, I let a guy take pretty much a microscope to my whole body. And I'm going to let him do it again. So did he look at your, like, nether region, too? He did a backdoor peekaboo. Like... Like oh, opening the curtains? No, 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 no. I totally oh. miscommunicated that. No, I mean, like, ah! <laughs> I'd never go. I'd never go again. Uh, oh, no, my God. I think it they was do. A, I think they look in there. No, it was your, I had boxer briefs on, and he pulled back the waistband, which is a vulnerable thing, and at the end. No, he didn't. He pulled it, just did a quick little look down, had a little flashlight, and he's like, all right, we're good down there. But no, he didn't flashlight. spread the bun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. Oh my god! I think that's what they do. I, I have a friend who had that done, and I think that's how they did it. Well, and I guess if I say he took a peek at the back door, oh my, oh my word! You guys are both <laughs> going to get more than a peek. You guys are both getting your colon. Yeah, you're going to miss it. You're uh, going to be in Los Angeles when Donna and I have a butt doctor weekend. Am I allowed to call in those days, or is am sure. I banned from? I'm going in on a Friday. He's going in on a Monday. Yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I'd rather have the whole, like, a couple days off after that. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm not going to lie. You've said that out loud about four times during the show during commercial breaks today. I'm scared. Yeah. They're going to, are you scared of the the thing going in you? No. Well, a little bit because last time it hurt (sighs) because I wasn't ready yet. I take longer, like, at the dentist and for pain meds to kick in. Oh, Lord. But I'm mostly. You know, I'm afraid of the results. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah, but you got to find out. Because if there was something, God forbid, we got to attack this sucker. Like early. Yes. Okay. Thank you for your support. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we've got a study. There are some celebrities who have helped people push through limits. Have you ever had a celebrity that helped you break through, make a change in your life? Yeah. We'll tell you who's topping the list. Maybe we'll share some. We are back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Okay, we've got a special caller on the line, Steve. Well, this is someone that we put the bat signal out to and been hoping that they would call at some point. A few weeks ago, eh, last week, when we were Project Down and Dirty, we had a listener named Brian, um, and he said, hey, here's an intro for a segment that I think would be good, because we had started talking about, what was it again, Rocco? Uh, that was Shrimp Hack, I believe. Shrimp Hack. <laughs> I, I, can't, I had a Shrimp Hack, and I asked for an intro, and uh, and then Brian sent us one. Yeah, I got that, those uh, handy if you Yeah, want let's play one. the Shrimp Hack He had a couple different Shrimp Hacks. Uh, yeah. 
loved that one. It was great. And then uh, he like kept doing more. Then we do a thing like, what's the soup at the end of the day? Yeah, you want that one? And uh, he came up with this. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's rock and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. It's always a surprise. So that's who this is. It's a so good, and we're like, well, obviously this guy's going to uh, replace Rocco, yep. and we're pumped about that. And we said, call us, and what's your story? And now we have him on the line. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Brian Stanley. Brian, welcome to the Don and Steve Experience. Hey, guys, it's great to be on. Long time coming. Oh, man, wow. so what the heck? What the heck was going on in your brain and in your house, like the night that you said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a shrimp hacks intro and it sounded <laughs> like it took you a, a long time it was very very well done what was going through your head what made you do that well i went to school in uh at msum uh, that's in moorhead minnesota um got my undergrad in uh stealing producers jobs <laughs> and, uh just uh went for it and that's what you got i guess i you know rocco was talking about maybe making something as a joke and felt like I should take the reins on that. Now, here's what we like to envision was you ignoring other social responsibilities. Maybe we wanted to imagine you in a house with a spouse and kids, things that needed attended to. And you're like, no, I'm going in the basement and I'm (laughs) recording a in his bisque open for their soup segment. What was really going on in your world when you went down to record these? You know, I hate to disappoint, but I'm a single man living alone in an apartment. Ow. Uh, again, I actually did go to school for music. I'm in a band here in the Twin Cities and um, been in music for a long time and um, got bored one night and figured I would, you know, uh, go for it. And I've been continuing to do it, I guess, and kind of as a joke for you guys and um, kind of keeps me sharp, too. Oh, my God. It was so good, Brian. What What is the name of your band? Uh, it's called Gowns, like uh, like wedding gowns. Oh. Gowns. oh, nice. Gowns. And what what genre of music does gowns play? Probably not just radio jingles. Well, I would tell you that it's probably more in Rocco's line, the uh, indie rock hipster. hipster dad vein. Nice. Um, it's definitely indie rock, indie pop. We get a lot of Strokes. We get a lot of uh, the Killers. Cool. Oh, that's fun. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking at your Bandcamp site right. right now. When's your next gig? Uh, we actually played this coming Saturday at the U of M at the. Uh, is it the whole music club there? Yeah, in the basement of Kaufman or whatever? Yep, exactly. Wow. Okay. All right. This is really interesting. Rocco's um, going to come see you. Because, no, I'll be in the Boundary Riders, oh. but thanks for asking. All right. Well, oh, yeah. God knows. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
Steve and I don't go out. So, That's true too. Um, yeah, definitely. What um, request should we put you. in, though, while we have them? Is there a segment that doesn't have an open that um, we would like an open for? I've been racking my brain, too. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we've, huh, has one. Well, uh, we have talked about a co- first calling Alice to get the phone number for the cat. Oh, yeah. Oh, go call I was Alice. thinking maybe go ask Alice. Yes. Yes. The number for yeah, because we cat. call Alice at the front desk to then connect us to the cafeteria to find out what's the soup. So uh, we need to go ask Alice. Yeah. Uh, situation. So we'll just leave that there. What's what's that? Apples and onions. Oh, geez. Apples oh, yeah. and onions is maybe more critical. Actually, the, the, the go ask Alice might be a little more in Rocco's wheelhouse. And then apples and onions could yeah. be something. What's the apple? What's the onion? You got to figure that out. Listen, and we don't have any expectations, Brian. Okay. We know that you have a life. We understand that. That being said, uh, <laughs> if you do end up delivering one, God knows we'll play it. Uh, so we, we look forward to, uh, we're happy that we get to already enjoy your musical brilliance. And if something else comes down the line, we will open wide and say, ah. <laughs> well, you guys got it. I will uh, I'll continue to do my best for you guys. Oh, thank you, Brian. That's listener Brian Stanley from the local band called The Gowns. They're Gowns. playing in somebody's basement at the <laughs> U of M uh, this weekend at Kaufman. It's a very indie rock hipster vibe. So go check them out. Um, what a great listener. How cool. That's very sweet. Thanks, dude. It's, you know, thanks for being part of the community. Because we're a little community, aren't we? We really are. We sure are, Steve. I'm not trying to get political, but it takes a village. It actually does. Oh, yeah. It Your really Hillary does. is really good. I wasn't doing <laughs> Hillary there. You know, what do you say? I only do uh, Republican, Republican presidents. I mean, uh, <laughs> I not just, true. That's that, not true. That's that's the only one you do. I know. I used to try to do a, a odd. Wait. <laughs> I did not have. Sexual relations with that woman. That's pretty good. That's uh, Bill it's kinda Clinton. Got a, it's also a hybrid of Bush. We will not tire. We will not falter. This is good. Laura Steve. and I have been All social right. distancing long before the pandemic. <laughs> oh, funny comedy. All right. Well, um... <laughs> hey, uh, if you like comedy, maybe you'll like competition. And that's what's coming up next. Ladies and germs, it's time for... The Millennial X Games. As we look over, Rocco, did you prepare it? Yes. Then we'll play it. (laughs) 651-641-1071. We need an old person to call and a young person to call. We'll put the young one up with the uh, old one and the old one up with the young one. It'll make sense. Call now. Donna and Steve, hi. Were you saying something? I I did the weather and I got our caller, so everything was good. Okay, Steve is outside just touching with everybody. Speaking of Steve, that song we're playing right now, Steve Lacey, he played (gasps) Myth last night. I saw some pictures online of like lines around the block. Wow. People love him. I hope it was a good show at the Myth. Maybe if you... If you saw it, give us a call. Don't, Tell us how it was. Don't. No, we don't. Not right we now. We're playing going. a game. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Guys. We got a guy here. Double down. All right. Let's do it. Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve, the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna, the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> That's right. In case you couldn't figure it out from that intro, uh, this is a game where I quiz Donna about millennial things and I quiz Steve about Gen X things mm. just to see who knows more about the opposite generation and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. it's super dumb. 
Even though somebody No, wait, no. (laughs) We love the game. It's exciting. We hope that all listeners are engaged. I hope so, too. And then each one of those players uh, gets to have a side player on the phone, a lifeline, if you will. Uh, For Steve, I've got Gen Xer Pam here to play along with you. Hey, Pam, how are you? I am great. Oh, you're my girl, Pam. You've got good energy. I can already tell. What are you going to do after the game today? I am up at our cabin on the shores of Mille Lacs. Oh, yeah. oh my um, gosh. Garden. Oh. It's going to be 34 in two days, Rocco just told me. Yeah, Rocco's a real bastard. Did you um, say 34? Yeah, 34 overnight tomorrow. Hey, when I'm up in the Boundary Waters on Friday, it's going to be 25. Oh, wow. So does that mean... We, wow. Okay, do we have to shut our sprinkler systems off? I know, I know. Oh. Suburb lady problems. But uh, yeah, maybe... Do I have to cover uh, no, my plants? No, I think they're they're going to die. I just got mums yesterday. We'll talk about it later. Anyway, okay, Pam, we love you. Thank you so much for playing. Who's yes. Donna's lifeline? Donna's lifeline is Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. Hello. Hi. Hey, oh, you sound delightful. Yeah, I'm going out to get some uh, supplies with my two-month-old daughter in the car. <gasps> oh, my gosh. How wonderful. On the baby. What, what kind of supplies are you and the little one headed out for? Uh, picture frames from Michael's and formula. Oh my goodness. The whole thing. Listen, well, God love you. Just, you know, they got frames at Michael's. They got a lot of frames. Oh gosh. Yes. I love Michael's. Yeah. It's a good place. Do you have a coupon or no? I do not have a coupon. Sadly this time. That's a bummer. Maybe they'll hopefully, hopefully they'll have something in my account there. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, good luck with all that. Okay. Okay, Appreciate well, you, it. Stand you guys by. get to go to your uh, lifeline one time each. I would like to go way. first. I think you should, Donna. Okay. Um, why don't you spin that oh, wheel? Yeah. Come on. Don't be music. Don't be music. Television. Okay. Television. Okay, Donna. Um, on this day, we're going to spend uh, time in the year 2000 for your questions today, Donna. Okay, Rocco. On this very date... Uh-huh. In the year 2000, October 5th, a little what? show debuted. It was called The Gilmore Girls. Oh, no. Love On what network? What? Such an easy question. Oh. Cannot even express how easy this question is. I do not want to use my lifeline. I want you to use it. Do you think? I bet it was an off-brand Burn. I'm thinking it's like a CW. I don't think it was a main major network. I don't. I'm pretty sure it wasn't Fox. I am going to say the CW final. Steve, your thoughts? I think she gets that. I know where you're going. I I, I think we give it to her. Because I was believing it was the, the WB. WB. Oh. oh. I mean, listen, Rocco, you need to judge and you need to find out what is the truest way. Remember, there are lawyers listening. Um, yeah, I guess I don't even know what's... You're the TV guy. What's the difference between the WB and the CW? It's the same thing. They just rebranded. Oh, okay, and the W means Warner in both of them. Well, there you go then, Donna. You nailed it. Thanks, guys. Yay! You're welcome, One point. Donna. I'm on the board. Woo! I'm just Googling Thanks, it right Steve. now to make sure. You're being really nice to me today. I am. Okay, here it is. The CW made its debut in uh, 2006 after its two predecessors, UPN and the WB, ceased independent operations. Merged, that sort of thing. I don't know. Let's go with it. Yeah, bro. I don't know. 
I, I appreciate Steve, you know, giving her that point. Listen, I, some, she just seems like she, and I say this respectfully and not in a pity way, she needs this. <laughs> I do. She needs this guy. He's right. I do. <laughs> okay, spin that wheel, Steve. Hoy! Music. Uh, this will be the first of two questions for you about Minneapolis natives, Steve. But we'll oh. start with this one. Right. The number one song in the country this week, 1985, was a little ditty called Let's Go Crazy by Prince. Uh, that song opens with a bit of a spoken word part, and I would like you to recite uh, some of it for me. <laughs> Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Oh, you knew it. I didn't know if you know it. Like the word life, it means forever, and that's a very long time. But I'm here to tell you. There's something else. The afterworld. What comes after that? A world of never-ending happiness. You can always see the sun. Day, 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 day. Or, or night. night, night. So when you call up that shrink in Beverly Hills, you know the one, Doctor. Everything Everything's gonna be around. all right. Yeah, you Don't guys ask got him how much it. Time you know that. Like, that's not true. In this world, you're on your own. You know, oh, I gotta tell you this super quick. Let's not interrupt the game too much. My daughter, she's known this before, but she learned it again yesterday. And it was new. Twelve years old. She said, Prince lived in Chanhassen. I yes. said, honey, you went to elementary school like two doors down from him for a year. <laughs> That's awesome. He's kind of your uncle. <laughs> See, the suburbs that's aren't funny. so bad. I mean, yeah, the right. suburbs are good enough for Prince. They're good enough for Prince, but yeah, you you snooty hipsters, whatever. Me whatever. and Brian Stanley of the band Gowns. That's how it is. <laughs> All right. We're tight now. Let's keep going. All right, Donna, you want to spin? I do. Okay. <laughs> Not music, not music. No. Okay. All right. uh, the number one song this week in the year 2000 uh, was by Madonna. Oh. And it opened with the phrase, hey, Mr. DJ, put a record on. I want to dance with my baby. What a brutal song. What song was that? I'm just going to take a guess because I really want to save Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Was it music? It was music. What a (laughs) country. Donna. I love that song. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, that's the just a brutal song. Oh, I love that. I love the video. Yeah. Should we like it in in you know, we just sang Let's Go Crazy like a cappella. Should we do music? Music makes the people come together because of the sound. That's good. That was super good. All right, I'm Steve. spinning. Spin it. Movies. Movies. All right, this is kind of a wordy one. The number one movie in 1985 was called All of Me. It was a body-switching comedy. There was a lot of those in the 80s. Just saw this recently. In this one, Steve Martin's body was inhabited by the soul of a character played by a female actress. Mm-hmm. I want you to name that actress, but here's a clue or two. Uh, she was known for, among other things, playing Ernestine, a telephone operator, <laughs> and Edith Ann, a precocious five-year-old who Bird sits in Edith. an oversized rocking chair. Edith Ann, and I am five years old. See, and that's Donna's impression of her, and yeah. it was very good. That was a good impression. That's the only reason that I'm going to get it. Don't even cue the mu- okay, music, Lily Tomlin. There it is. Wow. wow. Okay. I would have never gotten it otherwise. I remember when she did that. Long, One like, uh, striped socks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like t- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good job. 
All right, I think it's two to two after two. Right? You do good, Edith, because you do that, and then you do uh, oh, oh honest to goodness, you could take just Ediths on the road. I do a bunch of Republican presidents, and you do Ediths. I'm looking to see I... if there's any more famous Ediths in the world. Edith Piaf. Oh, not the. Yeah, she's Edith like Piaf singer. sounds like, you know, how you do the Boston accent, say the letters P-S and D-S, oh, yeah. and it's like you're saying Pierce Dears with the Boston accent, P-S-D-S. Sure. Edith Piaf. What was it? Edith Piaf. Edith Piaf. Okay, I'm ready. Is she the one that sings, No idea. What is happening? Are you okay? <laughs> Uh, people out there, you my clappers out there that are going, geez, Rocco can sing. Um, let's wrap <laughs> this thing up. Ready, Donna? I sure am, okay. Rocco. Come on. Movies. Movies. Donna, the number one movie in the country this week in the year 2000 was Remember the Titans. Oh, shoot. What was that about? I think it was about a football team. Was there a plane crash involved in this? I think there was a plane crash. I think Denzel was in this. I'm going to bring Rebecca into the mix. Oh, yeah, you guys mix. have your uh, yeah. lifelines. Hey, Rebecca. Rebecca. Yes? Hi. Do you know what Remember the Titans was about? Yep, it was about a football team. A high school, um, right? I, the only reason I remember this is because I watched it and I cried like a baby. <laughs> Okay, so it's about a football team. Anything else we need to... That's good. Um, right. There was a plane crash, and the spoiler alert quarterback dies in a car accident. Got it. There you go, Rocco. At least she crash? said spoiler alert. I don't know. I think plane, plane crash is in We Are Marshall. Oh, I think you're right. Another football oh, okay. movie. Okay, whatever. Oh, that's possible. We'll go with it. First movie premiere yes! I ever covered. They kind of blend together for me. I know. We hear you. Totally. Becca. Sports films. Sports films. Right? Uh, deep tease. I believe tomorrow on the program, uh, your trivia will be about uh, Co- National Coaches Day. Great. So we'll, Who's going to be here tomorrow? I think Don's just covering me the next couple of days. Oh, wow. Well, so, nice. yeah. Thanks, Don. Okay. Thank you, Don. Um, okay. Right. Let's go to Steve. Um, you got one left. I got to go get this. spin the it's wheel. Come on, buddy. All, All right. right. For the tie, uh, around this time in 1985, uh, the television show MacGyver debuted. It went on to run for seven seasons. It starred a Twin Cities native as the titular character. Can you name that actor? Let's bring in Pamela Madingdong and let's see if she knows the name of this Minnesota actor who starred in the TV show MacGyver. Uh, let's see here. I'm not, I don't have a name that is originally coming to my head here quickly. Um, Pam, what say you? The Minnesota native who starred in MacGyver. Good Lord, he's got three names. I was just going to uh, say that. Like too. a Brian Michael Thomas? Ricky. Oh. Barry. Rick. Rick? It, Rick? Is it Richard Dean Anderson? We're going to go with it. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be a tiebreaker. Wow. wow. Yo, Pam. He's, uh, from Roseville. Went to Alexander Ramsey High School. Well, here's the tiebreaker. We'll make it quick. Okay. Um, we just recently talked about Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. How many Oscar nominations does he have without going over Steve? 
think he has seven nominations. That's what I was going to say. I'll go six. Steve wins because it was nine. Nine with two wins. Mm. Also, that Donna, means... Price is Right rules. You would always I know, I go, go one. one. I know. Okay, I I know. What does it matter? Well, let's bring in Rebecca for her concession speech. Hey, Rebecca. We hey, don't have Rebecca. time. Sorry Hi, you lost. Sorry. Eh, it's all good. It okay. happens. Thanks for hanging out with us, though. Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. I love listening to the Donna and Steve experience. Thank oh, you. We love you. Thank you for listening. And then let's talk to Pam real quick. Pam, and congrats. congrats. On your baby. Oh, yes, congrats on your little one. Um, Pam, it's a good day for you up on the shore of Mille Lacs. You bet. I even put my little shears down, quit cutting hostas to celebrate. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Don't ever celebrate with your loppers. You'll lop a finger right off. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Pam. Pam. Congratulations. Uh, When we come back, it is that time of the day. We will talk our apple and talk our onion, and we will find out what the soup. Hey. Final stretch. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. So this is the portion of the program where we go back and look at the show and go, what was your apple? What was your onion? Hmm. I, I this is easy for me. So I think um I have two apples. Oh. Uh, Aaron Judge hitting his 62nd home run. That was very exciting to talk about that. Sports talk. Yep. Uh, and also winning the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And my onion was just losing Millennial X games. Oh, boy. Thank you. I'll start with an onion. I'll say like the Giselle Bunchen, yeah. Tom Brady stuff. Just kind of sad. But it spun us into an interesting conversation about marriage and commitment and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and my onion, why don't I give it to Coldplay? They had to cancel three weeks worth <laughs> of concerts, Rocco. They had to cancel three weeks worth of concerts. That's a bummer. We've been hearing a lot about canceled concerts. Uh, Chris Martin has a uh, serious lung infection. Hmm. So he's been doctor's orders three weeks, no touring. Wow. Three weeks. That's a long time. 21 days. Also, another onion. We learned the time zone stuff. Like who's (laughs) first in the time zone timeline and who's last. Does anybody remember? Yeah, it's like Uzbekistan or something like that. Donna. What's that? What was this country? Critty. Kiribati. And then Pago Pago comes first. <laughs> Last. We've already forgotten. Yeah. I sorry, guys. I like it. I'm going to say my onion was uh, the gowns front man, Brian Stanley, coming from my job. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and I think my apple was, uh, I was like, hey, didn't Edith Piaf sing that one song? And I looked it up and I was right. No. Oh, I love this song. So, Donna, you got to add that to your evening of Edith's one night show. Yes. This is so good. Take it out of the podcast. This is really great. I, isn't that in a commercial or something? Yeah, I think it so. is. It absolutely is. For like is. chocolate? I think so. Like melted chocolate? Yes. I think that's true. It's time now for us to uh, find out what's the soup. There's an efficient way of doing this. Call in the cafeteria directly. Hey, Alice, Stevie boy from the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 107.1. How are you? I'm doing great. 
Uh, well, guess what I am? Hungry, extremely hungry. I juice cleansed yesterday. Thank you for asking. Would you be able to connect <laughs> us to the cafeteria so that we could find out yes, what's the soup? I can. All right. All right, bye. She sounded busy today. I don't think any of our people who work in reception ever like you. No, Donna. The soup's that, chili, by the way. Rocco. Rocco, don't ruin it. Wow. Cafeteria this time. Hey, Brian. What's hey, up? Hey, Stevie Brian. boy, Donna. Hi. Um, so we know that... Actually, let me just ask you. What's the soup? <laughs> uh, chili. Is it chili every Wednesday? It is. <laughs> why, you, why? Why? Okay. It's very popular. Uh, we have... Uh, most people are in the building on Wednesdays. Is that right? That's our like most populated day? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And what's in our chili? Is this just from the store? <laughs> it's uh, a local. It's the only one I don't make in-house. It's okay. a local oh. company. Oh, wonderful. Oh, yep. okay. Brian, let me ask you this. Um, what's a girl got to do to get some split pee? It's already in the works for next week. Oh, yes! Lord. Brian, you Woo! don't have to bow your knee to her. It's a garbage he soup. likes me. No, it's They used delicious. it in The Exorcist for the vomit scene when her head spins around. Oh, that is what they used. I know, but come on. Okay, whatever. People like All right, it. All right we got to okay. go, Brian. All right, We're Brian, you're my best show. friend. We're doing radio. All right, bye. Yeah. We're busy. We don't have time for you. Yeah. Split pea is... It is garbage. No, it is the by <laughs> far the most superior soup. Superior. Can, nice. See what I did there? And P. <laughs> superior. I have a confession. Okay. I've never had it. <laughs> but I can tell because peas suck. They're terrible. No, they're, they're not. They're the dumbest. Those little tiny wrinkly balls of veggie. That's all they are. Look at them. It's a very carby veg. Oh, the carb. I don't care about the carbs or whatever. It's a vegetable. I'm sure it's a complex carb. It's a pea. It's terrible. It's so dumb. It I adds nothing. I eat peas right out of the can Barf. without even warming them up. I'll just eat them like that. They're so good. Oh, I love them in a salad. So when... Salad! Just like us to isolate that audio when Donna's like, why do you make me out to be this way with food? You just said you could eat peas straight out of a can. <laughs> you were made for war. I don't do that, but I could. Couldn't you see Donna with like, did they call them uh, babushkas? I love soup. Where they have like a, a handkerchief hat yeah, sort of situation, like a babushka. Mm-hmm. And I could see with a babushka, Fine. slap a big mole on you, you know? And then just see you as a lady like, I'm making soup again. Couldn't you see it? Slap a big mole on you. <laughs> it just added the effect, you know? What does that even mean? I think there was an old lunch lady sketch that's oh coming to mind. God, I blame Adam funny. Sandler. Yeah, maybe him. All right. Are you guys going to have the chili or no? No. I don't do chili. I can't. I, my, my body does not process beans super great. Oh, I love beans. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I just can... I love them. Yeah, again. Not baked beans. Those are disgusting. I agree. They're so gross. Like, don't put sugar and in, in gravy on my beans. <laughs> I just left it so that we could isolate it. Yeah, this will almost positively be slow jam for Frank. Whoa, we're okay. in a slow jam right now. Totally. What about that baked bean garbage candy? You think you're getting a little red hots oh, and it's that bean crap? Bait and switch, Oh, dude. Lord, yeah. that person should be imprisoned. I agree. And then Donna would probably go sit in the parking lot and oh, watch him during oh, rec time. okay. Like, you've never done anything weird. 
Donna once <laughs> sat in the parking lot of a prison just to watch prisoners on rec time. I just wanted to see what it was like. I think that's your promo right now, by the way. I was looking for a future husband. Okay, we're gone. Bye now. Take a break. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 